simple little ho- I, you know, we're big now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'll have me. What yeah, we're we're fucking like, and Frank's our next guest. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're, yeah, we're I heard uh, Couchy from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Maybe, <laughs> Dude, we got Abraham Lincoln on the line for our episode about Stuckies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're spoiling it for everybody. Alright, Maul Laker Candy Bars! Part two! Yeah, Wait, episode hold on, two. I think I've got a slide whistle! <laughs> you do! <laughs> Give me the slide whistle! Yeah, it's thing. like right next to the. Thing. Underneath the dinosaur. <laughs> Just so you have a. And then yeah, you have Patrick. You want the kazoo? Room. Yes, I want the kazoo. <laughs> Keep some of it. <laughs> I'll keep some of it. Alright, um, yeah, uh, this is Sheets, episode part, er, episode three, part two. I am, again, Avery Bernard, your host. We have Patrick, uh, Gentleman Jensen. Yo. And we got the most lovely guest of them all. It is me, Monty Giles. I have two 40s, and I'm gonna drink both in ten minutes. Uh, yeah, I, you know, that's actually a better introduction than I could have gave it, so I, I accept Alright, so we are, have just left off on the modernization of Sheets. Uh, no longer Sheets Quick Shopper. Just regular old plain Sheets with a Z. Simple. Man, trim yep. the fat. Simple. Yeah. The last thing they did was buy out all those Charlie's Chickens and the, the sandwich saloons, and those didn't go too well, and they weren't a very good laundromat. How bummed do you think, like, those workers were at the Charlie's Chickens and the laundromats? Like, the boss had to come and be like, hey, <laughs> did, we got bought out. Well. <laughs> <laughs> You mean you know those assholes who are buying all the gas and you guys work for sheets now? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, wait, we work for a mattress firm? They're like, no, <laughs> sheets, sheets. <laughs> they pump gas. Take the chickens. Yeah, I don't. It might they have been pump a gas. <laughs> it could have been like either a big bummer or like a big step up for them. I don't think they got stock options back then. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no four hundred one k. No, there's no retirement plan. They just put them in the chokey. <laughs> What's the jokey? You've never seen uh, Matilda? Oh, I thought that was gonna be. Okay. <laughs> I, thought the, I thought the jokey was gonna be a sexual reference, and I do not appreciate. Well, I don't know what kind of Harvey Weinstein lens you were watching Matilda through. <laughs> I just, I look. We talk oh, about Christian Harvey Weinstein. No. Yeah, in anything. Oh wait, no, what's the worst gonna, name? Weinstein or Hershenberger? Harshenbarger, excuse me. I keep saying <laughs> Monty Kills. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, I'm sorry. I don't mean to Or whatever people. people bring you up as. Monty Gillis. That's good. Yeah, they bring me up as Anthony Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we're getting into it. Sheets Brothers are doing great. Uh, it started the 80s, a whole new era, whatever is happening happens. Is that ever, that's pre, uh, post-disco. It's fucking Reagan, bro. Yeah, post-disco. Yeah. That, like, yeah. Wall Street money never sleeps. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, it's yeah. Reagan fucking, it's dope. There's, there's cocaine. Yeah, it's dope. I mean, I would disagree with the dope part, but. No, like, <laughs> as in, like, not dope as in, like, dope. It's like dope as in, like, people think it's okay, but it's slowly, like. Oh, it's getting bad. No, Reagan had a bad air. Like, he, he was a bad. won in, like, a landslide. I know. It's amazing how yeah. popular he was. Yeah, it's crazy. He was not a good man. 
But the Sheets Brothers were doing pretty good. <laughs> With a lot of their new success came a brand new bank. It was the bank, uh, the Philadelphia National Bank. They got that successful that Philadelphia itself, more or less, was sponsoring Sheets. From Altoona to Philly. Yeah, buddy. They, they're moving on up in the world. And, um... At this point, uh, Bob Sheets, the man that basically took Sheets from, like, this little convenience store into, like, a chain, he retired in 1984, putting the company in the hands of Steve Sheets, the guy that was the assistant the manager. Wait, just to yeah. Re- yeah, just to the recap brother, our characters. Brother. So there's Bobby Sheets, which is the granddad, like, the great... Jerry Sheets. Jerry oh, Sheets. Jerry Sheets. Yeah. And then there's Bobby Sheets. Mm-hmm. There's Jimmy Sheets. Uh, there's, uh, Steve Sheets. Is <laughs> there's no Jimmy Sheets. There could be at this point in time, but no, it, it went from Jerry Sheets, the, the guy that married the Harshenbarger. Okay. Uh, Kathleen Harshenbarger. Oh, right. There, and this took me a while when I was reading it. And, uh, and, um, then Bob Sheets, his son, started to bring into the modern era. He brought on his brother, Steve Sheets, who's about to invest, or, uh, uh, invest is not the right word. Get the company... Right. Acquired? Acquired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, um, yeah, he he's about the one. He's he's the one that the, he had to basically buy out the rest of uh, Bob Sheets' shares with his uh, son. Like him and Steve and his son are about to buy the rest of Bob Sheets at the end of 1984 because like capital gains tax was going up at that point. So they, for whatever part of this story matters to you in your heart, Bob Sheets is gone. Good. He's out of here. Good. And uh, just so no one has any kind of like sweet dreams, uh, Jerry Sheets is already dead at this point. He died in 1968. I'm so... Wait, in 68? Yeah, 68. He was way gone. Damn. Yeah. He was probably so against like chicken and gas. (laughs) (laughs) It took his heart from him. Yeah, once once he died, they were like, all right, let's get Charles Chicken up in the face. Like it's... It was a sin. On his bed, Jerry Sheets was like, yo... Whatever you do, just don't, don't buy Charlie's <laughs> chicken. Don't get, don't put fried chicken in my yeah. goddamn store. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think I speak on behalf of everyone when I say, I want my, I want my, I want my Bobby sheets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, like, you're between man. all the three of them, I feel like Jerry, like, who has the best, like, first name Sheets, last name combo? Because I feel like Bobby Sheets is kind of up there. Jerry Sheets, definitely. I'm glad he's dead. Because, like, I don't like saying his full name. Yeah, it's a lot. And it's it also, it's like, like, a flavoring of, like, a... Bobby Sheets is, like, I don't know. Sing. Yeah, I feel like, uh, I feel like Bobby, uh, Flay would, like, fight him on his stupid cooking show. Jerry Sheets sounds like he sells like phony insurance. Yeah. Like right. a yeah. used car salesman. Oh, dude, that was like so his name was Gerald too. Like, Gerald, Gerald Sheets. Sheets. Like and he just went by Jerry. I don't know and what it's about funny that how rubs he was me the like, wrong yo, way. he was like, the only thing I need to about my name is just the S yeah, oh yeah, he's the guy that did that. So yeah, also that's... fucking weird. Uh, but so, he was like, dude, I love Dragon Ball. If I have to go, like, pick my favorite, I'd say it's probably Bob Sheets. Yeah, Bobby. Uh, yeah, you know, it's just classic. Bobby Sheets. Why did you say that like Borat? Bobby Bobby Sheets. yes, Rudy Giuliani. Bobby Sheets. My life. <laughs> I want to know more about uh, 
Charlie's Chicken. <laughs> it's kind of, there wasn't too much of a story about it. Yeah, so they just got that, they just made one chicken sandwich and then got taken They, they sold it. <laughs> so this might be part, I don't think this is a good, like, I don't think he, uh, he wins the name competition, but Steve Sheets' son was Stan Sheets. I don't think he wins, though, nah, at all. I like that he's related to Steve. I feel like... Yeah, <laughs> I think his strength the is the name that Steve and Stan are I feel like of the yeah, same Stan clan. Sheets yeah. is easy for a bully, just because it's, like, an alliteration. Yeah. You know? So keep... I mean, you know, like, if he's gonna pass down one thing, it's, like, his bullying that he got from, as a kid. So he's like, Stan and Steve, like, keep the alliteration in there. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, I definitely want you. Like, it builds character. Yeah. Like, in the 80s, they were like, yeah, mental abuse, that builds character. Yeah, I mean, the 80s, basically, like, you were supposed to hit your kids, like, for breakfast. Like, yeah. it wasn't... <laughs> Wait, hold on, real quick. I'm, I don't mean to sideline this much, but, like, did y'all get beat as kids? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, like, was it, like, just by hand? Y'all have like depends the belt. See, I know some. I know some white parents who like kept like a strap on the wall that was like the like discipline strap. But we had like a special kitchen spatula. It was like a metal spatula. Oh, you had, like, that's classic. In it. Oh, so like you could get that like like that air. Yeah, like that lack of air resistance. So like you could. Dude. Like we cooked with it, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know where that spatula is. It tastes like tough love. <laughs> like it was it like a Dollar General spatula, or but probably a Walmart Essentials. If I had to guess, <laughs> if I know my mom. <laughs> yeah, we definitely. I was definitely wasn't that hard to have it like on the wall. It was just like things got bad, kind of deal. That was the thing. Like, my, I always knew an ass whooping was upon me, but, like, there was never, like, a, oh, a thing on the wall that I had to look at. Yeah, that's kind of weird to me. That seems like a step, like, a little too far past too far. I always knew when they made me cut a switch from the yard. I'm not that country. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never had to deal with the switch. Like, I'm right See, I see the Maryland, I, Virginia lines where it was just like, no, we'll just, like, kind of just make you sleep in a bathtub. I don't think, no, I'm bluffing. I didn't get that because I'm not, like, 80. Oh, I did, dude. I saw, I saw your face and I knew it was, like, a fun I, No, I have cousins who were beat by switches who were, like, seven. But, like, they had to cut it from the yard themselves. Uh, yeah, that's, 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 that's part of, like, mental old, torture. Yeah, that's, like, literary old country kind of, like, deal. That's, it's a fucking, not that, you know, I'm gonna just go ahead and admit all my personal demons right now, because... I'm here for it. This is yeah, like, I don't know, this has gotten real deep, but, like, one time my dad locked me in a dark room for a couple hours, and that fucked me up for a little while. <laughs> that <laughs> that's is like, fucked that, that's up. That's fucking, um, that's, uh, what's it called when they put people? Solitary confinement. Yeah, well, mostly because I was scared of the dark, and so that was, like, the oh, thing. Shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then he was outside, he was outside the door and was like, nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. <laughs> More or less. Like, I, like, he was definitely outside of the door for the most part, listening to me, like, claw my way at the fucking cheap-ass wood. No, but, um, my bedroom door of the house I grew up in, the lock was on the outside of the door, so I could be locked in, but I couldn't lock myself out. Oh, shit. Oh, like the childproof. And I remember one time I didn't want to go to the dentist, and I just locked myself in. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad was like, you're a fucking idiot. And it's funny, because as lock. you open wide <laughs> smile right now, I can see how that happened. I mean, I knew it wasn't going to work, but I just wanted to do it anyway. I didn't want to go to the dentist. I'm trying to figure out how to link childhood trauma to sheets. 
right now. <laughs> like, I don't know. See, like, I've got my ass beat in, like, 7-Eleven parking lots, in the middle of Wawa's, you know. That's, that's good old Mobile. Southern. That's a good old that's Southern, southern country. That's, yeah. Well, I mean, like, not to go back on Patrick's story about, like, when we first started about, like, how that's where your parents argue the sheets parking lot, but God damn, if that's a hit home. Yeah, I think like, I set the tone for this entire episode. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't, the thing, I, well, I'm sorry, not to interrupt, but, I mean, like, uh, uh, like, I don't know if that really is, like, a thing that everybody gets, but it seems so, like, normal. Like, yeah, that is, like, a thing that should happen to your family once or twice. That's one know. of the things that, like, that's one of the pieces of trauma that everyone carries with them is, like, your parents fighting at, like, a mundane place, like a gas station. Yeah, or, like, a TGI Friday. Yeah, like, your, your dad fighting with your mom while he still has to, like, pump gas and do all the weird things that you have to do yeah. to pump gas. God, if they're arguing over, like, directions somewhere, yeah. like, yeah. It's like, oh, and you know you're on E, right? It's like, I know I'm fucking on E. Like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna put unleaded in cheapo, and it's like this car literally will die if I put anything above it. Yeah, because your dad knows the mechanics of everything yeah. when you're a kid. You're like he knows how all machinery operates, or else I have been like lied to my whole life. Yeah, or else what do I need this fucking guy yeah. for? And what does I do now for me? Twenty and, try and to tell it, them the internet. Works. Yeah, and then it turns out that he had when they when he gets his first fucking BlackBerry. And he's like, I just want to play Brick Breaker. How do I do that? Yeah. And, just, and I have to be the guy to be like, no, don't download the porn. The yeah. milk's not in your area. Stop clicking. Yeah. <laughs> she is not horny within five miles of Yeah, here. no, it's, it, God. Well, anyway, that's yeah, like, that was, that was the way to go. The, <sighs> let's get back. <laughs> I hope everyone's feeling vulnerable. Because we got we to gotta go ahead and talk about the sheets a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> My daddy's just struggling with the sheets. <laughs> oh, are you Bart Simpson? Maybe. His dad used to strangle him. But with sheets? Yeah, but with sheets? Was that like in an episode? With a, with a gas pump from sheets? I don't know. I'm just thinking about dad strangling boys. <laughs> what about a piece when that bar instead of like a whipping, they just put like a gas pump in your mouth and started like <laughs> just like thirty cents worth of gas down your throat? <laughs> it's just worth every penny. <laughs> it's like soap in the mouth. I was about to say, imagine your parents thinking you're worth that much. <laughs> Dude, but then you start driving yourself. <laughs> you get on all fours, your fucking wrists start going. 360. I just become a car. <laughs> Isn't that a no, Rick and Morty did that shit. We gotta cut now. We're not that good. Futurama also did an episode. <laughs> Guys, you think we're as funny as Pickle Man? Come on. Oh, yeah. It's the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The comedic genius of Wubba Lubba Dub Dub. <laughs> Slide li- whistle us in, Patrick. <laughs> Patrick did that the first time he had sex. <laughs> Dude, I wish. You're welcome. And then he came. And then do it. Wait, do it back in. <laughs> and then he came on the sheet. Segway. Segway. Yeah, I just want to mention that everyone's been. This is God. This has been in the same night. You. And everyone's a lot more hammered than usual. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm going to go ahead and try and read this with a straight eye. Just close one eye. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, um, uh, yeah, Bob and Steve are buying 90% of the sheet stock right now. They have to before 1984 because capital gains tax goes up, all that fun shit. So it's like a timeline. It's like a it's like a shot clock. Yeah, like, Joe Biden was getting stock. elected and he's taxes or something. I don't know. Fucking, whatever capital, capital gains taxes, that's when you like take your stocks out. I voted for the ghost of Herman Cain, so I don't know. <laughs> Dude, oh man, that poor man. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> I voted for Herman Cain's virus particles. <laughs> <laughs> I voted for Donald Trump's immune system. <laughs> so, um, um, Steve and Stan are going to go ahead and take their own route with things, like, into the late 70s, early 80s. So they have, they have majority stock now. Yeah, they, they, this is their company now. Like, okay. I mean, uh, for what it, it sounds like, Bob's still giving, like, advice from the outside. But, um, you know, after that date and time, he's not officially taking charge. It's like that 10-year uh, open mic comic who's trying to give you advice. Yeah, okay. yeah, like, I, I mean, but, the, but, I mean, like, like you respect it, but you're like, I'm not gonna listen to you, because, yeah. like, you don't matter it's anymore. It's different because Bob succeeded. Like, yeah, you know, like, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, yo, I'm not performing just in this city anymore. Like, technically, he <laughs> made it, like... Like, like a successful person. Yeah. Would. Oh wow, you're an Al Tuna legend. I'm in Philly, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so this like is, when, I know Alan Iverson. This is gonna be one of the only visual parts, and I wish I had a way to show it to everyone at home. But I just want you to guys. The to pictures do. will be up on our website, <laughs> folks. <laughs> That's we for the Patreon. To, it's 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 at fucking. Oh God, I got it. There, I sell heroin.buy.com or heroin.deals. Yeah. It's at I owe 50 bucks to the mypillowguy.com. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm stealing from a Dave Ross bit there. But this, um, and in the 70s, they had a sweet ass logo, which you guys can see on this left side there. I don't know if you can see like that old vintage brown, yellow, red. It's logo. like a more, it's like a, it's like a beat down, like, uh, Mc, like Boyardee's. Yeah, or like a, like a, like McDonald's got punched in the face a couple times. Yeah, it looks like Grandpa Joe if he actually got out of bed. Yeah, it, it was just so vintage. But the main thing I want to talk about is they unleashed Papa Sheets or Pop Sheets oh, in no. the 1980s, and you can see. It. At this uh, top right here, I'll go ahead and show it to you guys. A very obscure and terrifying looking mask. Holy shit, what the fuck? He looks like the heckler from the Muppets. No, yeah, the dude is just in the balcony. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's It's terrifying. But also, let's talk about Mans, who's actually a real life human being to his left. What the fuck is going on with him? Yeah, you know you haven't seen a pop sheets in your life. He He has the hair of like a Lego man. Yeah, it's terrifying. You can just pop Hold on. out. Pop Sheets looks like Ollie from Ollie's, kind of. <laughs> Look, one to whatever number, what's the over-under on people being sexually harassed by a man in that costume? Oh, fucking <laughs> thousand percent. Yeah, because that's part of the gimmick, too. That is a terrifying thing to see at 3 a.m. when you just want to get a sandwich. Yeah, it touches your ass. It's like, oh, I'm just like George H.W. Bush. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Uh, I really, uh, yeah, it's not a great costume. They abandoned that one pretty quick. Boy, you do not want to Also, get... why the fuck do gas stations have fucking mascots? A mascot? I have yeah, no idea. Insane. No especially, idea. Like, if, especially if they're not, like, pumping your gas anymore, you're pumping your own gas? Yeah. If it's just an asshole who's just watching you, like... It, it's one of the only gas stations I've come across that had, like, a... 
Like, you know, Wawa has, like, a goose on its logo, but these guys had a fucking walking around pop sheets, like, in Disney. What? Wait, who would you, who would you rather get followed down an alley by? Him or the, uh, Burger King mascot? The king? The king at least glows so you can, like, see where he's at when he's chasing you, you know what I mean? Like, you can see the crown reflecting. That, yeah, okay. Yeah, like, pop sheets comes out of the dark and just fucking grabs you. But in a way, I feel like the way the king looks at me, it feels like he's judging me. Yeah, I, I feel yeah. like Pop Sheets is more of like it's condition. He doesn't care who you are or what you look. Pop like. Sheets seems like he's a pretty nice fella. Like I would enjoy <laughs> a Thanksgiving dinner with him as long as nobody got him started well, on the he's Jews. Like, he's like, he's like, <laughs> he definitely has the racist comments. At <laughs> yeah, the yeah don't. Like, My name is Pops, but you can call me Daddy. <laughs> yeah. But then he also talks about how he thinks Hitler had some good ideas. Don't yeah, like, ask him about the Indians. No. Yeah, he pop, yeah, says savages in a bad way. Pumas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not I, good. I mean, like, people I don't know India. why that's so true, the Puma thing. Because the Nazis made Pumas. Oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm lear- now I'm learning something. And they made Fanta, too. You mean I can't go to the Gathering of the Juggalo this year? <laughs> no. It's not, it's not Fago, you fucking... No, it's not Fago. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, now you definitely can't. If you thought that their fucking drink of choice was Fanta. <laughs> not Wolf I want to Fanta. Fanta didn't say Don't you, Fanta? I like yeah. that as not a... not with the clown, Avery. I like that as a response to just any 2020-related news. Oh, <laughs> you mean I can't go to the gathering of the Juggalos? Dude, imagine doing, a, <laughs> doing an open mic at a gathering of the Juggalos would be insane. That would be the funnest fucking time ever. I'm definitely responsible. As long as you're not Tila Tequila. Yeah. Oh, do they not like her? No, she's no. like a Nazi sympathizer. What? Yeah. Why has this come up so much? Why are there so many... Uh, Why are there so many Nazis? Yeah, I know. I Welcome wish to I America. Could. Dude, I have been uh, at that. Operation club. Paperclip, Avery. Get him. We're going to talk about well, that one later, because that's one Tila of the things Tequila I have was the main CIA strategist on Operation Paperclip. I don't... You see Avery... You heard it here, folks. I, I get... I fucking hate QAnon, so I'm already immediately skeptical of everything, but Tila uh, Tequila... She's definitely a QAnon You see Avery... God It's it. because... People either are or they are not. That's how it works. And where one goes, <laughs> we all go. Oh, fuck. Me. fuck. <laughs> I hate them so much. <sighs> Sheets. <laughs> Sheets managed through all of this great prosperous shit to still make mistakes. They hadn't fully realized their potential uh, with the deli game, mostly, at this point in time. Um, they, they had or they had not? They had not. Yeah, because Aunt Beth was gone. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, so, just quick, for anybody that doesn't know, like a Wawa or a Royal Farms or some other kind of convenience store, Sheets does made-to-order whatever the fuck you want on their touchscreens nowadays. This was a thing that they had not realized that they could do back in the mid-80s. They still had a lot of prepackaged like, food and stuff that you could get at... Imagine that struggle back in the day if, like, it was pretty much the same format, but without the touchscreen. 
some just screaming at a sandwich worker. Mm-hmm. It's it, was, it was like it was kind of that, but you wrote it on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, I'll, I'll even go into it a little bit later, but it's like, like an expo ticket. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly an expo ticket, basically. Okay. But you're writing it yourself instead of like the fucking server giving it to you. You are just trusting the customer to do it right, which is never a good idea. Like, yeah, can I get some uh, manifest destiny? On this? Yeah. <laughs> Another big thing that really fucked them up is the blue laws finally ended. Okay. And, and which means everything's open on Sundays. Like, fuck, and there goes Sheets business on all their stupid. Now, was that a Pennsylvania wide law? No, that was. Oh fuck! Actually, I'm gonna go ahead and put a parenthesis here and say I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty sure it was. A statewide, or not a statewide thing, but I'm pretty sure it was like a Just national an thing. Altoona County. Yeah, they, I'm pretty sure it was a national thing, like, because, I mean, the, most things were closed through Sunday throughout the nation, like, right. in the early times. I, I don't want to go ahead and say I know, but you, uh, fucking, I'm not going to go back and look at it. Yeah, like, it was made by the Quakers, so it makes sense it'd be in Pennsylvania, so I'm, I hate it. Yeah, I, I, dude, I'm not gonna go ahead and take a stance on that because I'm not super sure. But anyway, their um, their pre made sub game was. You love oatmeal, eh? <laughs> Fight back, pussy. Dude, I do stand up for what you believe in. <laughs> but I do like oatmeal right now. I hate that I do like oatmeal right now. Wait, Make me go make some I know for a fact. Oh, uh, the maple maple brown sugar. Okay, cool, good, yeah. There it's like all he ate for a while. <laughs> That's your... No, 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 I did not. Hey, hold on, I know, you're, I know what period in my life you're talking about, and I did not. <laughs> Why are you the, getting so defensive, Avery? This is a personal grudge we're about to have, and I'm not going to talk about it the good graces of sheets. Are you talking about when you mixed a maple and brown sugar oatmeal packet with a packet of ramen? Dude, that... Oh. <laughs> Mix it with the banana cream oatmeal. Yeah, mix uh, it with the different flavors of the like oatmeal. I don't like mixing like that. Though. No, you are one of those pussies that never put Lucky Charms in your Cheerios. I, or get, like, apples. No, I would and put fucking uh, Rumple Mints. Or, yeah, that. Rumple Mints? Rumple Mints. So you want another shot, by the way? No. Okay. <laughs> We're not drunk. We're just being... Anyway, we're gonna go ahead and uh, move on. I don't know. I forget what the point was there. Um, uh... <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. So, um, <coughs> Blue Laws repealed and all that stuff, she just get a little more innovative. And their deli game, totally failing. Steve began to take uh, what was mostly uh, his company at this point, and he made, like, some big power moves, like, big dick energy moves. I was squeezing out, uh, what's Jim? Uh, Steve is his son. And he, well, he was, he was, he, yeah, kind of. brothers, right? Yeah, uh, Bob. Bob was his brother, and he's retired at this point. So he's point. trying to squeeze, oh, okay. So he's, he's, try, he's not trying to uh, squeeze out his uh, son or anything, but um, what he did do is he started firing a lot of corporate staff because he kind of thought in his mind they didn't have the love for Sheets that he was looking for, more or less. In reality, it was just his dad's best friends that, like, he had yeah. growing up. Well, it kind of was. Like, he just started firing corporate people because he's just like, you guys don't believe in this company when he started to take it into a bad direction, which is, like, doubling down on, like, bad investments, like the the, the pre-made subs and whatnot. And the thing is, he, um, like, 
the seventies and eighties were good periods for them. They had a, like a lot of like the gas helped them, the coffee, the fucking everything, and then the blue laws came down and. They were just getting beat out because no one wants to, I mean, self-admitted in the book, it was like, no one wants to come buy their food unless they're drunk as fuck at 3 a.m. And he just kept doubling down on bad investments like that, like Charlie's Chickens. Yeah, in in the book, it's self-admitted, like, no one wanted to come buy our shit unless they're drunk at 3 a.m. And he invested in, like, the laundromats, the Charlie's Chickens, and the the Subway Saloon. I totally forgot the laundromats was going on this time. Yeah, like, so he made a lot of bad investments by his choice. And... The people that managed to stick around in corporate, he asked to, to invest back in the company, like put some of their money in. And the people that did saw the cracks in it and whatnot and started to patch it themselves. Yeah, they were like, hey, no one's doing laundry here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they saw the cracks and they started to like fix the things that they could fix. Like, this included a lot of full remodels of a lot of sheet stores. Like, to, to go into, like, going into this food business, they saw a lot of market there. And even though the Charlie's Chickens and whatnot failed... Once again, Aunt Bess is on the sidelines, just, just tapping her just, foot with her arms uh, Dude, she's gotta be so pissed at this so point. So fucking pissed. And they, they, um, like, they started to make, like, with a lot of the remodels, you know Sheets has huge parking lots with a ton of gas pumps? Yeah. Like, 20... Yeah. That was part of it. They're like, if we get more gas pumps, like, more than any other gas station, we'll have more than any other customers. With just the same amount of gas. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and one of the funniest things is, uh, they have a big thing, I, I think they still do this, although slightly modified, is they took pride in their bathrooms. Like, they would put a plaque in the bathroom with Steve Sheets' personal number on it. So if you went to a bathroom that you didn't like, you could call Steve Sheets and complain about it. There's not enough glory holes in here, Steve. <laughs> That's a lot better than what I was thinking. I was, <laughs> yeah, like, they, you could call Steve Sheets when there was shit on the back of the can or whatever. Like, no, you, there's, you're calling Steve Sheets when there's not enough dicks in your stall. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he probably got a lot of poontang this Dude, way. honestly, like, because... I'm I'm of the persuasion that no matter what time period it is, humans are still humans. So we definitely got prank called before prank calling was even a fucking thing. Oh, for sure. Like, like before, cell, like someone wrote down the number on their hand and yeah, went home and had and called sense. them and said, "I got the operator. I want to see she's in the line. Steve Sheets. Steve Sheets. Yeah, I pooped in your restaurant." <laughs> Not in the toilet. <laughs> yeah, you would have to go home to make the... I didn't think about that. You'd have to go home to make the complaint. You didn't yeah. do it on site. But and that's... Like, those are the real Karens who put in that much fucking work. Yeah. To let yeah. you know that they hated you. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, a couple... Uh, along with this... That wasn't, like, the big thing that changed them, but, like, it was still kind of a funny little tidbit. But the big thing that changed them is that they started to bring back their food stations, their deli stations, most of all. And with, without Ambess? Without Ambess. Jesus fucking... Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Mainly this included, uh, you know, they had, 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 like, when the deli station became, became less and less important, like when they stopped selling the chipped ham and whatnot, Steve Not saw... chipped ham. I know. <laughs> Steve saw a potential for, like, a full-blown restaurant in their stores, according to him. 
And this uh, started at the Williamsport store location, where they tried to sell fried chicken. They tried, and they called it Northern Fried Chicken or Yankee Chicken. Not even Charlie's Chicken? No, Yankee Chicken. It's, it's a fucking bad name. That sounds weird. Yeah, I, that, uh, yeah, no one, even without, like, the, like, cultural uh, clash of Northern and Southern relations, Yankee Chicken does not sound enticing at all. No. Uh, like, if you... It's just such a... It's such a staple that, like, Northerners have bad, fat foods for fat people. Like, you're supposed to get some Southern-ass fried chicken. Like, KFC is in Kentucky for a reason. Yeah. They, and, and the worst part is it cost $25,000 a store to remodel to put in these fryers and stuff. What? Yeah. And how many stores roughly are there right now? Uh, over a hundred, I know that, for sure. So, like, a couple hundred thousand. Well, they, they, but they, they only did the fried chicken. They started at the Williamsport location, and then they, uh, you know, it wasn't like a big thing yet. They were just like, we're going to test this market, and it cost me $25,000 to remodel this store to sell fried chicken, and it took 20 minutes to cook, and it only sat for a shelf life of 45 minutes. So is either order it right the fuck now and sit here forever, or I'm gonna hopefully cook it in the right time where people are starting to buy. Bad choice. It lost them a fuck ton of money. I can fucking uh, a lot of chickens died for no reason. Yeah, a lot of chickens died for un- undoubtedly. So honestly, and they decided, well, this is a fucking dumbass idea, and it really was because who wants Yankee chicken in the fucking first place? Oh yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck. That was a good one. But anyway, Steve had one more trick up his sleeve. He remembered the old days where the chipped ham and whatnot was really popular. Oh, oh, he's coming back. He's bringing it home. Patrick, you hear that? Chipped ham's on the rise, bitch. I I never knew what chipped ham was. How can it be back? It's what's going to save sheets. That's what it is. I've been enjoying watching you just be high with your slide whistle. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Like... It's not even that, you're just so enthralled with it, I love it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they they um, started to put, instead of the fried chicken stations, they started to put in substations in their restaurants, which only cost $1,100, a big difference between 25000 That's smart, too, because, like, if the bread gets hard, you can, like, put it in a colander with some boiling water, and, like, it'll moisten up the bread, and then you can just... <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go way different route with that. I thought you were no, like, it's just like, it's economical. There's less waste. Yeah, no, I thought you were going to talk about, like, hitting people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, like, they sold it to the early cops for batons. They played baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, these substations cost $1,100. It's just a huge difference between 25000 and whatnot. And uh, they did some investigation work. Which, um, I mean, I guess you could classify as investigation work where they went to all local substation or uh, sub, um, restaurants and they would go take their sandwiches and get a scale and weigh each portion of each one of their sandwiches. <laughs> and, 
put on slightly more meat or cheese onto their subs. For for everyone who's listening to Audio Elite, I'm literally giving him a what the fuck are you talking no, about? No, you look so uh, I yeah, upset, I, concerned. Uh, yeah, I honestly, my eyebrows are doing a 90 degree turn right now. Yeah. <laughs> what? That was how they decided to go about business. They're just like, let's buy all so, this. Wait, would they weigh these sandwiches and not even try them? Uh, I don't, I guess it didn't make, I guess they would eat it, like, after they deconstructed it. Like, why put it to waste? It was the intern's job. (laughs) (laughs) That's how they fed the interns. They would just deconstruct sandwiches on a scale and feed them their remains. Hell yeah. If one of them was insubordinate, it was like that Matilda scene. They were like, with the chocolate cake? It was like, eat all the chicken right now. (laughs) Until you pop. Well, their whole big thing was, like, they're gonna make them a little more, like, weighty. Than the, the competitor oh, sandwiches. Oh, okay. So they wanted to see, like, you want a heavy sandwich, not a good sandwich. Yeah, you want to be a fat old American man. <laughs> <laughs> you want to create that, like, that weird food chemical dependency. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, like, they, they, I mean, they sold them for, like, a little bit more than you could buy them at the other places because it had more shit in it. But the they made their, well, what was one of the first made-to-order, like, convenience store substations. Wait, Cheese was the first? They weren't the first. They were one of. Oh, like, okay. they're pretty early. Like, everyone... In Pennsylvania might as well have been the first. At this point, I don't want to say they're not... I highly doubt they are the first. But I I, I, I don't know who was off the top of my head, but I guarantee they weren't one. They weren't the first. Everyone was starting to do this at this point, and they were just, like, one of the quicker ones to catch on. Fucking 40 ounce of candy bars podcast, y'all. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't know when it first started, but... Look, I don't got it. all the convenience store history. I just have <laughs> most of it. But they did start their made-to-order... Pro- they were... They're, oh, man, I'm so excited to get to a whole little bit of the back end of this. Cause it's kind of cool, but... um, Yeah, they started their first like made-to-order program, and uh, they started with six subs... They start with Italian, ham and cheese, turkey, tuna, chicken, and roast beef. Solid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very solid. And what you can do is you can take the punch card and, like, I want tomatoes, I want lettuce, and, like, punch them off, put them in a line, and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, they, they were one of the first people to do that, though. Like, it's like voting. Store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You punch Romney on my sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> a Romney Rubin. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They, but immediately tripled their sales. And, like, skyrocket from what they were going at. And they started to open up a lot more locations. Uh, one of them was in, uh, Taney? Taney Town, Maryland? I, I so hope I'm saying that right. Oh, I'm saying it right then, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. May so we're fir- finally out of Pennsylvania. Yeah, uh, they... Barely. Yeah, Barely. yeah, yeah. I think this is their first one out of Pennsylvania. It's in Maryland, close by, 1980, May 1st, 1986. Uh, it was their second location to have made-to-order subs. Like, the like when it was opened, they put in the, the deli again, counter. Aunt Bess on the sidelines steaming. Tip-tapping her toes. Angry. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's waiting to get called back in the game. To be fair, she might have been dead, but I hope her ghost was at least upset. No, she's still alive. So, um, they they advertised on a lot of, like, country radio stations. Like, that was their big game. They're like, let me get the, you know, country fans. Come get this Conway Twitty Cubano. 
They, I mean, like, you know, country radio fans. Not like, but, um, I mean, I love country music, so I don't even know what I'm But, like, get the Luke Bryan burger. <laughs> <laughs> and they put up a... eat it for sideways. <laughs> they, they, they did the whole thing with, like, the signs and the weird old guy mascot to promote their main Wait, he's still songs. here? Yeah, it's the 80s. He's still around. I think he got nixed in, like, the 2000s. He's like, hey, Pilgrim. Did you know the AIDS epidemic isn't real? <laughs> yeah, did you know that gay people are not real people? So <laughs> That's so fuck Yeah, go ahead and push the old Reagan Meanwhile, conspiracy. Meanwhile, can I get 30, can I get 10 on 32, please? Their slogan was, um, um, not drinking liquor. Their slogan was, I want my MTO. My made to order. Oh, get the what? Okay, so their first which was slogan, so creative. Fuck out of here. Their first slogan was uh, shake a hand, hand, make a friend. Yeah, make a friend. And then their second logo is or motto is I want my MTO. I, that honestly, that's kind of the American consciousness towards automation, towards like yo, let's be friends. So yo. Give me my made-to-order Give shit. me my fucking, fucking sub. you plebe. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I didn't like, I didn't like either war, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, it stops being a nice thing to have. It starts to be, like, a requirement. Yeah, like, a, yeah. yeah. Stop <laughs> being it. grateful for it. Yeah, and start, ex- like, expecting it. Like, you're, yeah. you're entitled towards your, your seven-inch. Wait, at this point, like, do they have, like, do they have a food that's like selling crazily, or is it? Just well, their subs, their their made to order subs tripled their their sales growth. Like they did so a lot of things. Popping. Yeah, it, it, it um they did a lot of like advertising outside of their stores and whatnot that was just like made to order because I mean they weren't like like they I don't know it was like like a subway but in a gas station and like right there was just like a lot of little marketing trinkets they did that weren't very creative or interesting that just happened to work at that time because it was new it was exciting for people and you know it's all kind of like dumb if you look back on it in retrospect because we see it as a thing now but back yeah back then newly being introduced to it yeah back then it was exciting oh yeah and like I can say lettuce or no lettuce. Yeah, exactly. Like God I get, damn. I get to have a choice in my food. Wait, don't cut it in half. Oh, I'll be damned. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you were getting ready with the slide whistle. I was like waiting for it. Sorry. <laughs> I, already, I can't wait. do it now. Can I? Can I? <laughs> can't do it. Can watching. I get some roast beef with a side of slide whistle? <laughs> Oh, thank you. Goddamn sheets. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Here's a little more on the side. I went to That's extra. Well, slide whistles weren't invented back then. They were also called heresy. (laughs) (laughs) See, what I'm doing now would be considered witchcraft. In 1984. (laughs) Yeah, oh, especially then. (laughs) Satan was behind everything in the 80s. It really was. That's a whole... Anyway, (laughs) Sheets didn't have a perfect system going on or anything, but they were about to change the motherfucking game, Uh y'all. Oh, yeah. In in the 1990s, Stan went to a National Association of Convenience Store conference. (laughs) I think I say of colored people. 
<laughs> he was white, but he saw his way in. But he loved, he loved W.E.B. Du Bois. <laughs> but he met some of the fine gents over at Radiant Systems, uh, who were showcasing, in the 1990s, a touchscreen system for ordering food and drink. Wait, is this the 90s? 1990s. What? 1990s. Early. Okay. Yes. And in 1994, the year of the Lord, a.k.a. when I was born. You uh, look like white Jesus. Thank you. Uh, 1994, Sheets decided to um, innovate the fuck out of their restaurants and install these in their Greenwood location. Sheets was the first to have touchscreen. Made to order shit. That is fucking cool. Really? I did, I mean, according to. In all of America. According to the book. I don't want to. According to the book? My sheets. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) My unbiased source. Let me retake that. Publishing company sheets. Let me go ahead and retake that in a way that, um. The Harshenberger Publishing Company. Let me go ahead and retake that in a way where it gives me ambiguity. Sheets was one of the first, one of the first to introduce touchscreen automation into their deli system in 1990 goddamn four. Wow. That's a year before I was born. Yeah, that, that is, is cool. a... How did it work? That is a system where you can say, Avery, it sounds like you had some kind of prior knowledge, but not knowledge about other people doing such things. Are I finally boosting my book on cheats? No, I just have a picture of um, some of their early ones, but I kind of don't feel like... I love how even the 90s, they're like, yo, people hate people in weird dynamics like this. So, like, just tell me you want a roast beef without talking to me. Top left picture. A gun. That's their first, um, that's their first touchscreen system right there in the top left. Wow, it looks like a huge computer. Yeah, it's not super sophisticated. But, I, I mean, like, it kind of looks like what you would see now, honestly, but, like, It looks like big. they're about to play Pong. Yeah. It's, it's, but, I mean, like, in 1980, imagine. Holy shit, everyone in this company was fat. Imagine, though, in 1994 seeing that shit. It, that's kind of fucking cool. That would blow your fucking mind. Yeah, it'd blow your fucking mind. It brought their sales up 12% just for the, the humility of being, like, holy shit, I can touch my order? What the fuck? Like it, and like, where's that threshold between? Is it? Oh, I get to interact with this robotic machine and get my food, or is it more of I don't have to talk to this fucking weirdo at the cash register? I think in the 1990s it was like it's kind of novel. Yeah, like a oh, different you experience. Can order yeah. with a computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in 2020, it's just like get the fuck out of my face. I don't want to tell you how I want my. Like, I don't want to tell you how I want my Italian. Yeah, but back True. then it was the information superhighway. Of subs. So all all of this, uh, once more, uh, called for significant remodeling. And hiring, increasing uh, some stores from five or six employees to, like, 30. Like, big-ass fucking change. So Stan, as well as his uh, MTO focus and what he called the customer focus, uh, he also in, 
uh, focused on his employees, saying, if they're happier clocking in than clocking out, then we're doing something right. Which means he had no idea how employees worked. Wait, he said what? If they're happier clocking in than clocking out, then we're doing something right. Well, th- that's never going to happen. Yeah, I know. He doesn't understand how employees Unless work. they get to clock in and not be there, like, before they <laughs> Dude, I, it's Ooh. what he, I don't want to defend him. He's if, wrong. If I could clock <laughs> in, as soon as I think about going to work, I would probably get an extra, like, 30 hours a week. Yeah, he's, it's wrong. He's wrong. He's <laughs> stupid. He sucks. So anyway. Wait, um, this is Jerry? No, Steve. Steve. Stevie. Or Steve and Stan, I guess, because Stan is still the son. Anyway, in 1994 and 1995, Sheets was ranked Convenience Store of the Year by National Association of Convenience Stores, uh, now uh, known as the Association for Convenience and Fueling Retail. Which is kind of a, it's kind of cool that that's an actual thing. Uh, Sheets did some other cool shit and tried a lot of fun ideas. They started selling their own brand of cigarettes called Jack of Spades. Methyl, not methyl. I <laughs> don't know if it had an actual, like, choice. Because <laughs> they just started making cheap shit and selling it. Like, you know how, like, Walmart has, like, like value brand? Right. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but Sheets did that shit. Like, they made, um, they did, uh, Jack of Spades cigarettes, and they also did It Cola. Honestly, Jack of Spades cigarettes is a good brand because smoking is a gamble. It's true. They also did, uh, It Cola. I don't know, I don't know, I like It Cola because it's like, well, because they're like, It's a Cola. Are they fucking Mario and Luigi? What? I don't, I it's don't a cola. It's a cola. No, they did it cola. They did sputters, potato chips, and Nova Blue Water. None of these names are marketable. No, I don't like any of them, but yeah. they all failed, so don't worry about it. <laughs> so, getting into the now period, getting into our final chapter of sheets. They modern sheets. Yeah, the 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 sheets mean you know today in love or. You know, you can kind of just kind of you can you can deal with it or whatever. Um, they had a lot of uh, Sheets was one of the most innovative in marketing campaigns. They did a lot of edgy material, quote unquote. Wait, what? I'm not shitting you. They did like so. If you're um a Pennsylvania mom, this shit's gonna get edgy. That's how you should understand it as. Okay. They had some fun marketing. Like, they had the BFD, which for big... big fat dick? <laughs> no, for big fountain deal. Oh, okay. I like they, my idea better. They also did uh, grab lunch by the meatballs. Ooh, that's good. Because, you that's know, good. meatballs. Yeah. And they also uh, did crispy frickin' chicken. <sighs> No, they did. Yeah, they said. No, frickin'. they did. Avery, they said. No, they frickin'. fucking did. They said frickin'. They did not they said fucking frickin say frickin' on the airwaves. Pastor, did you hear that? They said frickin'. Fuck that. You're not gonna say frickin' on my watch. Yeah, a city councilman got so upset he made it his life mission to ban those sit, uh, those billboards. See, the thing is, like this, so and he mad. failed. <laughs> At least he failed. Fuck him. What was his name? 
Fucking fuck. Uh, they didn't include that. I hope. Yeah. For, fuck you, like, make fuck face. Thank you. This is our last page, ladies and gentlemen. Hell yeah, let's let's charge through this shit. Sheets. Come on, G, do not stop to talk about anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just let it breathe. God damn it. I worked so hard on this. So, uh, another one of their risque gambles they took was, um, Subway sued them over a $4 footlong campaign. Because <laughs> they, to they decided that would be fun to fuck with Subway. That's so trashy. Yeah, yeah it was great. it was like a trailer park battle. Like between people it was just so dumb. A five dollar versus a four dollar foot long? Yeah, it was just basically like white trash shitting on each other just to like me. it was like Sheets had a lot of those gambles, but it worked out for them. Uh they had a huge salmonella outbreak in two thousand four. <laughs> Cause they're tomatoes. Charlie's chicken shrugs again. <laughs> and yeah, we got over all of that, but one of the most interesting things about sheets that I have to date is that, um, so in s- selling, uh, liquor and beer in Pennsylvania is tough. You, for a long time, had to be either a restaurant or a diner or something like that. Something where you sell beer on the premises. Yeah. So you couldn't, for a long time, Take it with you, which means a lot of Sheets customers in Pennsylvania you had to buy beer and drink it on site. Or that sounds fun. <laughs> buy or, beer in our grocery store and then drink it in the parking lot before you have to drive home. Another rule that they had though was um, no selling beer on the premises of somewhere you sell gas. So they just put up a speed bump between their gas station. And their convenience store. And called them two different locations. <laughs> so you could sell beer in the store and sell gas out the, the it's gas. It's funny how shitty, like, the law is that that's how much it takes. Like, that's how little it takes to circumvent. Yeah, it's fucking really dumb. Yeah. Alright, so we're gonna go out on the tail end here. Sheets is where we're at now. Um, they have a newsletter called Family Matters. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. If you are a Sheets employee at a high level, you get Family Matters. I bet you little You look so mad. You look fucking mad. Yeah, because I'm used to, like, the actual Family Matters. Yeah, if you are a Sheets employee, you get Family Matters. And to this day, Sheets continues to modernize and update their store model. If you've been there, um, you notice the distinct look of running down. Uh, they currently run 600 stores across the Northeast, far surpassing the original 100, uh, store goal of Bob, and Sheets is almost entirely family-run to this day. The children of the original Sheets, uh, Sheets brothers and their grandkids run almost everything in corporate, which is far different than a lot of, uh, major corporations you might see today, which is kind of neat. And, and, um, to wrap up our story... In 2013, Joe Sheets became CEO to this day. Joey! Yeah, they plan to move to Columbus, Ohio in 2021. And um, they opened up a distributor center for their breads and other fresh baked goods on 9-11. Boom. 
I'm glad that everyone just looked at me very weird for that part. So yeah, that's that. The Sheets Legacy. They opened their bakery on 9/11. Honestly, throughout all the story, I'm just thinking about how Wawa is probably so much fucking better. Like, I know this really ended on a Peter pattern. The Wawa like. podcast we did was way more interesting. <laughs> you should have been there. I was so much more involved with our Wawa podcast. I feel bad because it ended on a Peter pattern, but that's that's the story of Sheets, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, Whoa. shit. Cool, Dope. good. <laughs> Patrick's like, let me leave. Yeah. <laughs> Can I go? <laughs> well, I've had a great time. This has been awesome. Yeah, I hope uh, you guys learned a thing. I did. Next time I'm at a sheets, I'm going to feel even worse about being there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, it's been a story. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the pod. <laughs> yeah, you're... You're nailing it as co-host right now. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> um, Monty, do you have anything to plug? Like, that would be interesting. Once people. again, <laughs> uh, uh, host of Casey's Music Alley every Thursday. Come get some time. All that shit. I've drank three forty ounces throughout both of these, and I have no regrets. You're 120 ounces of man right now. Hell yeah, dude. Follow me on Instagram, at the full Monty. Sick. Patrick, dude, you aren't probably doing nothing. What's up with you? Yeah, I don't have much going on. <laughs> I just am. I hang out. Yeah, so that's Patrick. I'm a child of the universe, no less than the trees. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Avery Bernard, and I wrote a lot of words, and I'm very tired of doing such. Thank you for listening to Mole Liquor and Candy Bars, episode three, part two. You are beautiful, and I hope you for the rest of your life. Oh, good morning. We're gone. We're gone. Everything's gone. Don't give up on your dreams.